Hello, everyone, and welcome to Pucks on the Dasher, a hockey podcast. I'm your host, Adam Glass, and with me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Hebner. Hello, hello. Tyler, I've been watching some things. <laughs> okay. And it's not been hockey. <laughs> it is a new show season, it turns out. Is it? Yeah, it is. Oh, you're not watching new stuff? Oh, God, no. I don't. I, I, there's no, there's no you're seasons not watching, wait of a things now, wait, Tyler. Wait, wait, what wait, is wait, this? Wait, wait. This is the age of streaming. I just randomly go where I want now. It's kind of nice in that way. You haven't watched Obi-Wan yet? I Oh, you've watched that? No, I literally, we're recording earlier today so I can go watch it. Oh, okay. Well, I then I was going to say we could talk. Yeah, I have, I have, like, I didn't want to because I don't really want to do any more Skywalker stuff. I'm over it, but I'm watching it anyways. Uh, I won't say anything about it. Uh, did you, like, is it, was it good in your opinion or bad? That's all you need to tell me. I will keep watching it, I guess. Okay. That's, that's good for you. Something somewhat There positive. was a Jawa character that was kind of funny and, but. And now I you're don't telling know. me too much. He doesn't, it's how he <laughs> doesn't like talk or anything. It's Jawa, but it's, I don't know. I don't know. All right. I don't know. That's not the kind of Star Wars I want right now. I see. Um, and Moon Knight, I also didn't really dig. I don't know if I ever talked yeah, about that. that. No. It wasn't. And I love Oscar Isaac and Ethan Hawke. I thought was actually pretty good as the villain character, but just didn't didn't really work for me. And I still haven't seen the new Doctor Strange. So. Yep. Have fun Need with those. Do that. Um, okay. So what have I actually been watching? I watched a documentary called Apollo Eleven. Have you heard Apollo, of it? Apollo 11? Apollo 11. Yeah, okay. I think I've seen that one. It's on Netflix. So Yes, I think I've seen uh, it. Basically what it is, is they took actual footage from the time, make it look all nice because it was shot on film and it looks absolutely mm-hmm. unreal gorgeous. Some of the cinematography in it, I was literally making my jaw drop. Um, the angles and stuff they were using back, it was just really great. And it's all audio from the actual like recordings yeah. of the launch. And So it's it's not like... A talking head doc or anything like that it is basically a behind the scenes documentary of this entire moon, like the moon landing and them coming back and everything. And it's mm-hmm. absolutely amazing. Cool. Uh, and I loved it. Uh, and then because of that, I was like, I want something else space. So I decided to watch the Challenger documentary on Netflix. Okay. <laughs> one that, Do you know the Challenger? Is that the one that exploded? The one in eight, yeah, that blew up with the teacher on it, and she was going to be the first like regular person that was going to go to space. Jesus, I don't so, recall the story, but uh, the documentary basically, I, I'll have to say alleges, but it paints a pretty clear picture that there's no possible way they should have been launching that rocket that day. Uh, and they knew that there was an unsafe part to it that could potentially cause an explosion. Uh, and it was tried to be stopped by multiple people and it, they just pushed through because they needed to launch so many rockets that year. Um, so yeah, that's, yeah. Yikes. Um, but it's a good documentary. Like it is the talking head behind the scenes. They interview like, you know, the widows of some of the people and, and stuff like that, like the Mm -hmm. brothers or sisters and. Uh, it is kind of a crazy thing because at that point they were like even them going and talking about them being up. It was all like a normal thing, like driving a car somewhere because they had done so many successful flights at that point yeah. for the most part, right? Uh, so uh, I didn't I didn't see any documentaries yet on the Columbia um, tragedy from like '03, where the shuttle broke apart on reentry and everybody mm-hmm. died. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a doc on that one yet, but I would watch it. Um, and I got access to Crave again, and a oh, new fun. season of Billions is out. Um, I think it's season six, so I'm doing a rewatch on Billions, and I honestly cannot recommend that show enough. Mm. Um, I, I think I might actually like it more than Succession. I have not seen either. Succession is very much a uh, the last one or two episodes of a season might be the greatest episode of television you've ever watched. But leading up to that whole thing felt like a slog sometimes Uh, that feels like succession, but billions is really, it's more like popcorny, I guess it's more less of a period. You know what I mean? Like high expense drama, but it is that like some of the directors on it are insane. I've been paying attention to that in the rewatch now. And like, 
Alex Gibney directed an episode, and he's like one of my favorite documentarians, uh, mm-hmm. basically, period. He's won Oscars and stuff. So it's a really good show. Paul Giamatti, Damian Lewis, uh, Maggie Siff is really good in it. Um, and then obviously they bring characters in and out over the seasons would recommend it. Um, anything you want to talk about watching wise before we get to hockey? I have been doing no watching. I plan intend on doing a lot of it tonight. Okay. So plan next week for us to talk about, uh, hopefully not only the two episodes of Obi-Wan that are already out, but the, um, newest one that comes after that on Friday. Yeah. I'm also going to try and rip through stranger things as well. I don't watch that anymore. Yeah. And probably I'm going to try and watch the new uh, Letter Kenny spinoff, but I don't know if I'll have enough time. We'll not be watching that either. Oh, you would love, I feel like you would love it. I have a very personal thing with Letter Kenny that I will not get into on the podcast. Jeez. Oh, okay. Um, uh, what else did I can say? Oh, and I also have been watching, uh, there's a new Bosch show on Prime now yes. called Bosch Legacy. Uh, I can tell that they definitely cut the budget compared to the original uh, show of Bosch, so it's not as good as the original run of the show, but I am still watching it um, Mm -hmm. because I kind of like that character a lot, and it kind of feels like a low-end Columbo-style thing, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm kind of digging it, Um, and it still looks pretty good, despite the and some of the CGI effects are really... I don't know why they would even allow them to be useless, but (laughs) they look so bad, Tyler. I was like, really? Like, I would have saw that and been like, okay, we have to do something else. Because we obviously don't have the budget for doing this storyline or something. Yeah. Or we need to shoot it a different way. Like, it just looks so bad. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah, I feel you. Hockey time. Oh, hockey time. Hockey time. Hockey podcast, hockey time. Uh, we're not going to have the debates. We've had it a bunch of times. <laughs> I'm I'm bummed that he did not get to 1,000 points. Uh, but um, so a guy... This is a weird. God damn it, Adam! <laughs> Why are we starting with this? Because I need Jason to get it Spets off the plate so I can move on. Fucking do. He's gone now. He's been gone for the last two seasons. He is, he is now Dwight Schrute to Kyle Dubas. Him and fucking Joe Thornton should just go do whatever they're gonna do. I'm tired of hearing about them. Jason Spezza is now the assistant to the regional manager for the Toronto Maple Leafs. Uh, five points away from a thousand, I believe. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that if they ever do actually win, he might still be involved somehow, but it's a real bummer. Are you ready for this? What? Timeline, this timeline that happens. Two more seasons of losing in the first round. Kyle Dubas, unceremoniously fired by by Brendan Shanahan. In comes Jason Spezza to save the day. He convinces Austin Matthews to stay in Toronto long term and (laughs) becomes the hero that we all needed apparently oh he could 100 percent be the next gm uh if sure oh it'll happen like sure. i could i'd just be like yeah sure whatever why not like and it turns the, out it turns out that he's actually terrible and he's the next yeah. ken holland i mean like <laughs> look at what ken holland did right now like we're not there yet but i mean every oh, yeah. i i panned every move that that guy made over the summer and the, i'm not even saying they're working Listen, out but he's okay. still in a freaking okay, conference final need, no 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 no, that is not the right. That is not the right take. I can't believe you're taking that from this. What we're gonna? I, I said we're gonna go over that series. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get there. I'm gonna let it be for now. Okay. But I have a good point to to speak on this Edmonton Oilers run for sure. Uh, okay, so obviously Jason Spencer retired. Uh, hey, yes, next player that I hated when he not started. Not in the Hall of Fame. Yep. He will unfortunately not make the Hall of Fame. Um, he needed a, he needed the cup in the thousand and he didn't yep. get it. Uh, okay, Tyler, uh, we're gonna skip this one. Actually, that's a good transition into that. You're gonna so, skip one and you started no. with Jason Spezza. We're not gonna skip this. We're gonna go. Okay, so this Wait, is a why quick are you hit. saying this? Only you know what the order is. I know it is. So we're gonna you do just it. Pick whatever you want. Uh, were you aware that the Arizona Coyotes and their owner had to basically sign a morality clause with ASU to be able to play there. Yes. I did know that. And it's uh it's embarrassing. I think it's embarrassing for the NHL, but I have mad respect for ASU for not only having that flex, but for making him do it. Cause I think that's a really freaking good idea well, based AS- on this guy's history. 
ASU has nothing but power in this this scenario. So I know, but really I'm glad they, they flex that hard on it. For sure. They, had, they owe nothing to the Arizona Coyotes. No, they don't. And then there was that rumor going around they weren't going to have the logo, but now it's going to yes. be a shared logo. Did you yeah. see that uh, Photoshop going around of the coyote holding the like trident in his hand? And I was <laughs> like, the, and I was like, oh, that's badass. That should actually be the logo for both teams now. <laughs> it's uh, not the first time that that's happened, though, um, where a NHL team shared center ice with another team that plays in the same arena. It's no. happened a few times. If the Nordiques did it with the Remparts. Um, well, the Hitmen and the Flames shared a building. Yeah, they shared a bit. Well, lots of teams share buildings. It's sharing that center ice logo. Oh, right. There is another. Uh, there's another example of it that uh, is escaping me right now, but it's definitely happened more than once. The Nordiques what? one stands out because of the Remparts, but. I'm assuming I don't watch football enough, but the Jets and Giants don't leave their names no on whole, the field no for whole. both. No, no, no. That would be awesome. They redo the, uh, I think they repainted it, if I'm not mistaken. At most, I can't actually remember this because it's not something I pay attention to, but at most, if it ever happened, there would be each end zone. One would one end zone would say Jets and the other end zone would say Giants, but I don't think that that happens. But if it was to happen, that's how it would. They're definitely not at, uh, they're not at center field. Okay. Uh, from that morality to a different kind of morality, uh, Tyler texted me. Well, he got into this way later than I thought for some reason. Um, but there was a CHL lawsuit and settlement, uh, going around, uh, details of a, essentially a sexual assault by eight players of the world junior team from, I think it's 2018, right? Yeah. Team Canada. Team Canada. Um, and since there's a CHL lawsuit, you can assume that none of the college players, um, that were on that team are involved at all, I would assume, or the NCAA probably would have been named in this lawsuit. Um, bad. I yeah, just bad. Yes, not good. Like I don't read allegations. Well, I don't read the like gritty details anymore. I'm kind of like not that. And I saw these ones, and they they were not um, not good <laughs> at all. Like it's disgusting to be honest and when you look at the roster like it's pretty easy to pare down at least a possible what like it's eight guys so you can pare it down to like what 10 or 11 possible and ken campbell's been going out there and trying to get comments from all these agents so eventually like we're gonna know and it's not i don't know about that no but we won't know officially do you know what I'm I don't saying? even. I don't think he'll be able to whittle it down because there's gonna be like other than the there was well obviously Kel McCarr's agent said he wasn't involved because he's not in the C he wasn't in the CHL, but I think only one of the CHL players that it could have been has already said no. But I think you're gonna hear. I think you're gonna see a lot of just no answers. And if you're gonna take, it's dangerous to say oh because they didn't answer that they're now implicated into us. Like I think that's a dangerous game to play. Um, but this woman who, who, um, like sued, I guess, or filed the lawsuit or whatever the proper terminology is, she's chosen to not like essentially pursue like a full conviction, if you will, and doesn't want to name the players and doesn't want to name herself, obviously, and just took the settlement, um, which is totally her right. But would have been nice to see them get taken to the coals kind of thing, I think, for something like this, because that's how you stop stuff like this from happening is you publicly embarrass players for it happening. I think that's the only way for it to stop. Uh, that is going to end up happening, Tyler, but I don't think that we have any right to ask her to go through all that no. again. Well, th- and that's just the thing to like too. put these guys in their place. Cause she yeah. knows what's going to happen. Nothing. Yeah. Well, if she names the players, they're going to name her. They're going to name that's her right. and then it's going to be, uh, she's just basically her life will be ruined and they're still going to yeah. be millionaires. Exactly. There's no benefit. And that is the problem here uh-huh. is that they can continually get away with this bullshit. And it is a problem with not only hockey culture, but lots of different cultures yeah. that there's no recourse for this shit. Like the, even the, whatever money is being settled here is probably not coming out of the bank account of some of these players. Yeah. Um, and if you look at that 2018 team Canada roster, there's, no, it's not as star-studded as I think most are. Not that that matters, but there are no, some there are guys prominent, there. prominent NHL players um, on that on that team. 
So I believe Victor Mete's agent came out and said he wasn't involved. Oh, that's, I didn't even see that. Uh, Johan Gadovojevich or Gadjevich yep. um, was another yeah. one that came out and said he wasn't involved. And there was one other one that came out and said he was not involved. So I'm telling you, Tyler, it's happening. It's going to, they're going to oh figure boy. it out. It's going to happen. It's, it's, it's eight it people down. and it's like of a possible like 10 or 11. Like it's not going to, and these are not like, yeah, I, yeah. These are guys that also are about, some of these guys are about to sign huge contracts probably right now. Or already have. Or already have. Um, and they're names of guys that you have probably had on your fantasy roster or want on your fantasy roster. Like, these are not fourth-line pluggers, some of these guys. No. Um, and two of them are teammates <laughs> currently. Three, four, four of them are. Oh, right. Yeah. you got Formanton and Batherson, and you've got... Uh, you got Kyrie Thomas and Thomas. And, yeah, Thomas and Kyrie. So, I mean, Carter if you want to... Carter Hart was on that team, too, I'm pretty Carter sure. Hart was on that. Oh, I think he is the other one that's come out. Oh, okay, good. I think that one, I don't want to say that one for sure, but I believe I did hear that one too. Ken Campbell's been doing a pretty good job of getting, yeah. trying to get comments from agents on it. And he's been around forever, so. Yeah. Uh, so good on him, but once again, like Rick Westhead, like, <laughs> deserves, well, I don't know what kind of prize they need to give journalists for things, but he deserves all of them. There is a, there is a journalist uh, award. Like a Pulitzer? Like, like, can he get a Pulitzer yeah. for some of the work he's done? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's a, a sports media version of that. Like it's, And also, honestly, I guess a little respect to TSN for paying his salary, to be honest. Yeah, because they're sure. the ones that are going to get sued if he screws up. So Yeah, uh, for sure. Yeah, he's doing, doing some good work out there. Uh, fuck you to all those people that were involved in that. You're fucking awful. Yeah. Um, enjoy your millions of dollars, I guess. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, on that note. <laughs> on that note, uh, I we want to congratulate somebody this time, Tyler. Oh yeah, it's not Jason. Uh, Smith. Nope. So the World Championships happened recently. Uh huh. Uh, Canada losing in a controversial overtime penalty power play penalty kill situation. Okay. Uh, but because Finland won the Olympic gold and the World Championship gold this year. Uh huh. A certain Finnish player has officially joined the Triple Gold Club and Ooh. he is the first one. Patrick Line? No. Really? Yes. He when wouldn't have been on the Olympic team this year. Remember? Oh, it was this year. They won this oh, year. Oh, no, it's not Uncle Leo, is it? No. Okay. Jesus. <laughs> no. I got a little worried That's there. That's a good guess, though. <laughs> that would be, no, if it was Uncle Leo, like, I would have bought a jersey and, like, hung it. <laughs> Put all the I would have got fake medals to hang in the glass. On, I don't know who I played on. I would have told everyone I would have been like, "This is the stupidest hockey player that ever existed." I mean that with all the love in the world. Finland gold medal hockey roster. Who played on? I just want to see who played on this team. Oh yeah, it's from 2020. Sorry, when uh, when did they win gold? They this... would have. Uh, well, the World Championships would have been right now. Like it was like, whatever on the weekend, I think. But when did they win Olympic gold? That would have been in whenever the Olympics was. I don't know. So February. This year, right? Yeah, okay. it would have been this year. Hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm think, doing right? the research. Oh, yeah. No, I don't do Olympics. That's, I don't either. You think I watched a second of this world championship? No, uh, it had no, to I, have been this year because everybody was complaining that the NHL players were going to be there. Totally forgot it was on. All right. Let's look at this team. I am recognizing none of these names. Because that's because it's the women's team. All right. <laughs> and, I is well, it uh, that's, uh, Phil Vila? Uh, yes. Wow. First guess. Yeah, he's the he was the first player because I'm uh, thinking of guys who won a cup, right? Like yeah. that's wait. Triple gold is cup, right? Triple cup. gold is cup, Olympic gold, and world championship gold. And uh, and then quadruple would be. The and then quadruple, I, I th there might be another name for that, but the triple gold is really the one that is really taught. Like they have like a they used to have like special get-togethers and stuff for like yeah. all the guys that were in it. There's not really a lot of pictures. there wasn't a lot of name brand on that team from a forward perspective. So no, but Finland's been eating it up internationally lately. Like yeah. that, that nation's becoming a bit of a powerhouse here. Well, I mean, sure. Well, I mean, it's small. It's not like there's a hundred yeah. million people in Finland. Sweden or Finland better at ice hockey if you were to do best on best right now. Uh, if I'm. Hmm. I would say Sweden. I have to say Sweden. 
right? You've got the deeper defense. But, like, if I'm in a room with a Finnish person, I'm not saying Sweden. <laughs> yeah, Because <laughs> those two teams do not like each other at You're all. You're not, right? Like, I mean. That's, like, one Sweden, of the most hated rivalries over there. Sweden's got, like, even, like, the next. Like Lucas Raymond is. I always next. go by goalies. See, that's my first thought is who, what Markstrom? team has a better goalie? Yeah, exactly. Well, who's it? Markstrom. Who's the finish? Who would be the finish starter? What well, used to be Rask? I don't know. There has I'll to be a finish. Up. There's probably yeah, a really know. obvious finish goalie that we're not thinking of. Finish goalie. Capo Kakinen. <laughs> God, Jesus, please no. Um, I'm looking at all time number. Oh, uh, Saros. Bronta? You see Saros. Oh, yeah. He's pretty good. Ronta is Finnish, but like he, UC Saros is the. No, yeah, obviously Saros. Saros is starter. No, that's, that'd be a pretty good tee. That, those best on best, that would be pretty good, actually. After, after that, like there's only how many Finnish goalies in the NHL? Like technically, there's 38 that are signed to contracts, I think. Or no, this is this all time. Oh, it's all time. Shit. There's 38, only 38 goalies who played all time from Finland in the NHL. And you're like, I'll just roll through the list. You've got Auntie Ranta, UC Saros, Jonas Kupersalo, Miko Koskinen, uh, Kevin Lankinen, Kapo Kakonen, uh, Vili Husso. And then you've got guys like Uka Pekka Lukanen. And then that's it. <laughs> right? Like, not a huge, they're not as deep as they used to be. Like, some of the names pr- prior were like Pekarine, Mika Kiprasov, Tuka Rask. Um, like, yeah, that's that's basically it. Like they they at one point were a pretty decent goalie factory, but I don't think they are as much anymore. Okay, so congrats to Valtteri Filppula. <laughs> uh, two major injuries that I wanted to touch on: uh, Marchand uh, got surgery on both his hips and will be that out sucks. approximately six months. That sucks. Uh, which sucks for both the Bruins and for anybody that owns him in fantasy, because who knows what he'll be like when he gets back. He'll be fine. Sure. Marshan won't be there. It'll be fine. Or Bart Bergeron might be gone. Krejci he'll might be, be coming back, though. Marshan's a good enough player where he'll still be, like, valuable in some way. He won't be, like, you know, top of the first round material in, in like, redrafts, but he'll be good. He'll, uh, he'll be, like, rosterable for sure. And uh, kind of in a similar vein player, maybe not as, obviously not as talented, Tom Wilson got ACL surgery, and he'll be out six to eight months. That sucks, too. Uh, so that's anybody that was banging on trying to get him in a hits uh, league next year or who ke- keeps him in a hits league or keeps him. Uh, right. That's a tough stash. Cause he might not be back till like January or February, but he's like a, he's like, uh, but like a van- he can win you a Kane championship level. at the right time. Yeah. But like Evander Kane level, right? Like guy who covers all stat 30 goal score hits like crazy penalty minutes. Like, you know. yeah. Kane plays on the PK though, too. I don't know if Wilson does. Uh, I would, yeah, sure. Well, that's extra points in certain pool. Okay, yeah. If you're, uh, if, you're if you're strategizing for shorthanded points, well, boy, good for you. That's, that's literally what I do every year. Jeez, okay. Who did better in fantasy this year, Tyler? <laughs> oh! Technically, uh, I would got him. I, I, I had a second and a third. Come on. Yeah, sure. And then I missed, so I think that makes up for what... Well, I don't uh, play in three leagues, so, like, yeah, sure. So I'll take my worst finish, and I'll take that out, so it's just a second and a third. That's comparable. Ah, yes, let's just, for sure. Right? Yep. Okay. And you did better in fantasy this year. Wow, that's... uh, Wow, look at me go. I I finished first in... Never mind. mind. (laughs) I got eliminated in the first round. (laughs) I had a... I had a fucking record breaking good season. <laughs> uh, I, I made had the, lost like 11 weeks in a row. <laughs> I made the finals in the big pool for the first time in league history, and I big brained myself into losing. So, <sighs> yeah, what is worse, really? But, anyways, next. Uh, okay. We have to talk about playoffs now because the second round is over, Tyler. It is. It's over. Night. And yeah, for once, nice. the second round wasn't really that boring. Uh, no, this al- playoffs have been great. You could almost say it's been the opposite of boring. Yeah, it's been really good. Uh, okay, so is there a series you would like to start with? Do we we touch? We had to have done Tampa, Florida. Did we? We not? did Tampa, Florida. That's the only one we don't have to worry about. Okay. 
Uh, let's just do them by order of them finishing. So start with the ones that didn't go seven games. Okay, so... What was the one that finished first? The one that finished first was obviously Flames and Oilers. Yeah. Uh, Marksham just played like garbage. <laughs> Tyler loved it. Uh, yes, he did. Uh, Jake Hottinger, baby. I think it's probably because Sutter played him too much this year. Um, if you look at Markstrom historically, when he plays too many games, he tends to waver at some point. Uh, Tanev getting hurt in the first round obviously really screwed them too. He's arguably their best defenseman. Um, and they needed to shut McDavid down, and they couldn't. Uh, I have a question for you. Okay, did, hit me. Did Edmonton win this series, or did Calgary lose this series? Ooh. Ooh. I would say... I would say Calgary let McDavid win this series. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's about as fucking fence rider as you can get, but sure. <laughs> Great answer. Uh, you have a career in politics ahead of you. Congratulations. I did at uh, one point, actually, Tyler. Oh, okay. Let's not get into that. <laughs> <laughs> On behalf of the audience. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, all this shit about, oh, <laughs> the, the 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 line of thinking that you were going through before where it's like oh ken holland must be doing something right because he acquired duncan keith and signed Darnell yeah, but now, yeah, but, contract. It, the, this success i'm not even gonna call it success here's how the playoffs have went for the edmonton Oilers. they got pushed to seven games by a team who is one of the youngest garbage the franchise team. that nobody could ever like Okay, sure. We'll, we'll leave that there. <laughs> That's so, never winning shit with that core because they've they got, got a bunch they, of overhyped rookies that are never going to pan out. They got pushed to seven games by a team of kids, essentially, and a team that was missing their best defenseman, right? Um, they got pushed all the way to the brink by them, and then they go on to Calgary, and Calgary absolutely shits the bed. There's no doubt about this in my mind. Calgary let them win that series. They, they, you're right. They let McDavid. He let. They let McDavid cook. This was a team that was apparently had the best line in hockey. The team that apparently was super good defensively. Uh, the team apparently that had a Vezina caliber goalie. Um, you know, Jack Adams probably Jack Adams winning coach. Uh, and they just completely fell apart. Um, it, this has nothing to do with Ken Holland, in my opinion. The only thing I can credit him for is. Um, Evander Kane, which was a bench, like, how do you credit him for that? You throw. They were basically the only team that was going to get him. Exactly, which is which is why I'm saying he basically fell in his lap. Zach Hyman has been good. Um, I think that contract's going to look horrible, but I, you know, again, it doesn't really matter if they have somewhat of success. Um, the goaltending has still been an absolute fucking horrible train wreck for the most part. Uh, Mike Smith making horrible decisions left, right, and center. He has been very goals good. that like he can't even see. Yeah, he's been having very good games in between those, though, as you expect. Um, you know, most goalies to have, like even Auntie Ranta, and we'll talk about him later. Even Auntie Ranta had had good games in the playoffs. It's just like it happens. Um, you know, still still getting caved in when McDavid and Drysaddle aren't on the ice. Um, overall, like they're in for a world of hurt versus the avalanche. Um, and I don't like, this has definitely saved Ken Holland's job. Um, and it probably will get, uh, the coach, their, their interim coach probably get him signed on as well too, which this is probably the worst thing that could have happened to them. This is very much Montreal Canadians of last year's mm-hmm. vibe. I was literally just about to hammer that button yeah. so hard right it, now. This, it, it feels exact like this is the remember how we st- at the beginning of the playoffs we said there's always one weird team that makes the final four. Well, and we got two of them this year almost. Yes, you're right. We do have two of them. One is um one is a goalie basically willing a team to a final, and well, I think we'll the talk other about one is some of the reasons for that when we get there too. For sure, but I think I think in this case it's falling upwards right like they're just stumbling forward um they're they 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 have had the easiest road to this point um Mm. and i would say yes who who has had an easier road the rangers the rangers the pit the penguins put up a huge fight for them rangers haven't played a starter yet carol that is true but carolina is a good team carolina is a good team but carolina is a goalie like carolina choked in game seven 
they're like the Montreal Canadiens. Or sorry, they're like the um, New York Islanders. Same fucking thing. Um, the New York Islanders, like their system is so good for goaltending, you could literally put anybody in there and it would be okay. Well, they tried. I mean, you can't you can't really fault Kotkachev for for Game Seven. Come on, he come we're not we're not on that series yet. No, I know, but to double back, say no, that, come it, back. We got lots of there's Anderson talk to go for that series. We got <laughs> lots to go over. Anyways, I just I I can't stand the Ken Holland is now all of a sudden a genius conversation, and I can't wait to see what he does in the off season. Because well, Duncan Keith has been horrible. <laughs> like it's not it, like he is. He is completely washed. So the Oilers somehow managed to make a conference final with Duncan Keith, Cody Cece, and Tyson Berry on their defense. And you could literally look at the Montreal Canadiens last year and say the same shit. How the fuck did they make a conference final with Jeff Petrie and and Joel Edmondson and uh, and and all that shit? Like you can do. Same with Dallas three years ago. Like Drysaddle can't even shoot right now. Yeah, I know. I'm saying I would argue they had they had an easier road to um, to the conference final than New York did. At least New York faced like superstars along the way. Um, there isn't really one in L.A. like Kopitar, I guess. Um, and then, I mean, Johnny Gaudreau had 115 points this year. Yeah, for sure. And they completely shit the bed as a line. That I know, but that's a lot tougher competition that for a team than finalist, friggin- that Selkie finalist in uh, Elias Lindholm got absolutely walked. Constantly. Yeah, but that entire top line is better than anything that Carolina has. I disagree. What? You wouldn't take any... Like Sebastian, okay, let's Sebastian take Lindholm out of it, but he's nominated for a Selkie trophy. But you wouldn't take Chuck or Godro over anybody on Carolina? I would take, I would take Aho over uh, Kachuk and Godro, yes. Wow. Okay. I, I would build a team around Sebastian Aho. I actually think the system well, they're, they're playing trying right, right now... now. I think the system, the Rod Brindamore system that they're playing right now is not good for him. Like, it's not conducive to him putting up the same point totals as if you're going to use that as a point of comparison, putting up the same point totals as a team like that. Like, it's just not, it's not conducive to, like, Rod Brindamore's style of coaching and system is all dump and chase. It's not conducive to having high point scores. Well, Rod Brindamore is a better coach for a team that, isn't very good, but can be more than the sum of its parts. Whereas, it's very, it's very trots. Yeah, hundred percent. He's very trots late. Very, very trots isn't conducive to having a high score either. So if that's your point of success is 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 being a top point getter in the league, then yeah, then you know the, that those coaches automatically neutralize that because they're actually trying to win games. Uh, and if they would have just neutralized one player, they probably would have. Won the series, yeah. so if they would have double team McDavid. You probably win the series. <laughs> Triple team them, but yeah. leave the points wide open. Let them all walk in. They all fucking yeah, suck. They all suck. <laughs> just just leave them open. Just everybody down low. And yeah. we're gonna see what Colorado does. And hey, maybe Edmonton. Maybe like again, not to take away from McDavid because he is elite and he's doing something that we've never seen before. And this is honestly the best. I've ever seen a player play in it like on his own in a single series in in the NHL ever, right? Like absolutely hands down. I, I, I there's no question in my mind in my mind that when McDavid's done, he's going to be the best player I've ever seen watch live, uh, ever. And what he's doing right now should not be taken away. But I'm going to be interested to see how Colorado shuts him down, and like Kale McCarr, Devin Taves in in particular. Um, because those are like, that's probably the one pairing in the league that could keep up with them. Tyler, mm-hmm. enter Nazem. <laughs> he is going to absolutely eat up McDavid in that series. Wow. You think so? Oh yeah. They do not work well together. I saw it. Wow. Trust me, I've seen it before. He's going to get in his head. He's going to get in his kitchen. All Kadri's going to worry about is making sure he's just going to come out even. That's all he's going to try to do. Yeah. Come out even, get in his kitchen. He's going to be able to get in Kane's kitchen just by looking at him. Yeah. So, and like Hyman will punch things. So, I, I, I don't know. I'm. You basically have to take McDavid down from a two points per, per game player to a one point per game. Yeah. That's it. That's it. You can let it, He can beat you once. You can't let him beat you twice. 
so what are we doing for bets for this? Do you just want to get through the second round and then go over bets? No, no, we we can. Oh, I mean, we're supposed to go series by. Yeah, suppose. Yeah, let, let's then let's just bounce over to the Colorado, um, St. Louis series. Okay, let's, so call, and then we'll circle back. Uh, Colorado, St. Louis. Uh, the Blues actually do a pretty valiant job of making it look like they have a chance to win the series, but as we expected, as, as we, we expected, expected. yeah. Yep. Uh, between the uh, Cadre on Bennington thing, um, and Huso still being fine but not being good enough, uh, the Avalanche do win in Game Six on a last-second essentially goal by yeah <laughs> noted sniper Darren Helm. <laughs> uh, Tyler, I know you don't know much about hockey history but i would hope at this point okay that you have seen uh pierre turgeon's overtime winner in the longest uh playoff game in hockey history was it pierre turgeon pardon it wasn't pierre turgeon who was it it was pat lafontaine oh that's what i was thinking of they got wow. traded they got traded for each other that's why Sweet. i always get it confused uh don't try and uh don't no, try they and bring did. In some other don't try and bring in some other fact to make you to like save face here but fucked up as soon as I saw that goal, that's the first goal that came into my head. Yeah. Was he just did that spin at the blue line and just fired it in, and the goalie clearly didn't see it. And I'm pretty sure that's what happened to Huso, is that Helm just got the puck and just fired it on net yep. and just found a way. Um, we also had the game where uh, McKinnon uh, basically had an end-to-end, absolutely oh. insane time uh, goal that became a hat trick, uh, and then the Blues tied it up, and then ended up putting that game in overtime. So crazy! It was a good series. It was a really good series that I wish really would have went seven. Yeah, um, you could say that about a lot of these. Second yeah, games. that's true. Well, I would have loved to see Calgary Edmonton game seven. Yeah, well, I yeah, because I wanted Calgary to win that series, just like I wanted <laughs> the Blues to win that one. So. <laughs> I had a lot of futures money on the Blues, man. I was getting close. I was feeling after that 5-4 OT win in Game Five, I was feeling pretty good. <laughs> yeah, you're like me and the Rangers right now. I was like, just get it to seven, let's go. Um, yeah, I mean, Cal- Colorado like kind of exercises the demons, I guess you could say, right? Well, first uh, conference final for this core, basically, right? Yeah, which is good, and they're really rolling. Um, they look like you know you face the adversity. I don't think Darcy Kemper has been that good. So if he ever kind of, if he could steal them a game or two, like when they get to the, you know, into the thralls of this series, or if there's no, you know, if we don't expect Edmonton to put up much of a fight, like in the finals versus whoever they face, um, you know, if Kemper can steal, like they might be on the road to a cup here now. Like they look really good. And I know it's not sexy to say, oh, the Colorado Avalanche might win the cup, but like, they they look really good and like they have a really good team and they're deep and they they're deep on defense. It's they, all of the things are coming together that you would expect. Well, I think Dom's model has them at like what fifty percent to win the cup now. Yeah, which is really high odds. Which is insane for it yeah. not being the final yet. Well, and and Colorado has always been a analytics darling of a team, right? Yeah, true enough. Well, I think Tampa Bay is only at thirty percent, which I think is kind of disrespectful. But yeah, well. Yeah, like they like they're that's the thing is like they don't like this Colorado doesn't have any major injuries like that's a big thing yeah. at this time of the playoffs right is a lot of teams sometimes are getting to a point where they're in the conference final but they've lost a guy yeah. uh, that's pretty key to them and now it's like okay we made it this far but now we can't get by this other team because they're healthy yeah uh, but they're lucky enough like they're good right now that Kadri uh-huh. hasn't got suspended yet so that's a bonus saving that for the finals. He's saving that for McDavid's ankle. Oh Jesus! He's gonna Bobby Clark. Uh, I hope not. McDavid. He's he's too good. He's honestly he's too good of a player to be acting like that. To be honest. Yep. He just fell. He fell, Tyler. He fell, and then the stick just he used it to try to get his balance, and it hit him. <laughs> he's been great. He's been really good. I, I want now after the, all the racist stuff. I I do want to see him uh, do well. Uh, would yeah. he be the first? Like, does he identify? Like, is he a Muslim? I I don't know. I don't know that for a fact, but everyone seems to like think that. I think he I'm yeah. yeah I, I don't know. You could I don't know. I don't want to search on that. Well, I don't I mean But like okay, really let's matter. assume like just no, but I mean assuming he is, would he be the first Muslim to ever win the Stanley Cup as a we player? Would never know, we would never know that because it's not like a statistic. But like guys could be Muslim and we would never know. Well, yeah, I know, but I feel like at this point in time, they would probably have said something, right? 
Because usually they say, oh, first guy from Australia or first like he was. Yeah, but I've never heard religious. I've never heard it be religious before. Well, yeah, I wonder why, Tyler. <laughs> I wonder why. So, who who knows? Maybe um, like I'm sure they I, I guarantee uh, Tyler. I'm sure at some point they were like, oh, the first Jew to win the Stanley Cup. Wow. <laughs> look at him go. Henry Greenberg. Like, oh, God, whatever the hell it was. back. All then. right, Adam. <laughs> Oh you you don't know that there was an audio there with that day. Jesus, and we're done. <laughs> Shut it down. Yeah. Uh. Okay. So Nazem Kadri. Um. Wow, that went places. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh. Okay. So the Avs moved on. The Blues are going home. Uh. Tarasenko apparently isn't going to get traded now. No. Uh, really. I That's, had a hot I, take for that. Jeremy Rutherford just came out and said today that uh, he expects Tarasenko to be on the Blues roster, but I expect him to be just posturing uh, to get more yeah. value based on a Tarasenko's season this year and b the fact that he has still like he would he's only got one more year left now. Yeah, so it's good that he we're moving on. Huge value. It's good that we're moving on to the Rangers and and Hurricanes because I do think Tarasenko is what the Hurricanes need to hit the next level. Another like really good winger. Another sniper, yeah. He'd be, he's Russian, so he fits in with Shvechnikov and Kakichev, assuming he's going to be the backup of some sort next year. Like it just makes sense for him to. And they would have the assets to give up. Too, and they right? would have the assets to give up. Like it, and they're losing salary to free agency, likely, right? It just kind of makes sense. They need a, don't they need a set? Isn't Trocek on though? They do don't need, they need a, center. a center. I mean, unless you believe in Jesperi Kakan, Kakan, to Kadri, baby, that. let's go. 9 million. Yes, no, that's no, <laughs> but I, I mean, you could find a budget center to play. Like if you have four good wingers, yeah, um, you could find a budget center to play and, and maybe make it passable. Look at the Boston Bruins. I think Ryan Strom's a free agent. Yeah. Unfortunately, I think he's going to get paid too, but Probably. we'll see. Uh, okay, so, yeah. Hurricanes and Rangers. Uh, oh boy, what a series this was! Basically, when uh, when uh, if you're the home team, you win until Game Seven, where the Hurricanes decided they didn't want to win anymore, uh, and basically phoned in a Game Seven, which is kind of not great. Yeah, I guess. pretty bad. Uh, like Aho and and Taravainen and Shvechnikov, uh, they're all asleep at the wheel this entire series. And I don't know if that's the Rangers being good or if that's like them just fall like kind of like the Calgary conversation. Like I don't I don't really know how to explain it. Um because the Rangers aren't good defensively. They still aren't. Uh they, they let in a ton of shots. They got goalie big time. And um yeah, I mean like you get down to a game seven, you expect a, a better effort than that. But, uh the Rangers have two things going for them right now, an absolutely lethal power play and yep. Igor Shesterkin. <laughs> yeah. And, and I mean, man, Chris Kreider, dude. Oh. He looks so he looks another he looks another level this year. Like just another level up. It, it's crazy. And man, Lafreniere looks really good. Heedle, baby. Come on, he's got like he, six goals. Heedle's got almost more goals than he had in the regular season. That better yeah. time he showed up and did something. But hey. like I think I think that's a product of Lafreniere. I really do. Ido Lafreniere and Kako, that kid line's doing really well for them. Kako is an absolute passenger on that line, and they should try and move him in the offseason for whatever they can get. They got to move some of those guys. They need yeah. space now. Lafreniere, he, they need to make room in the top six for him. I would almost say borderline, let Strom go, move Cop to center, play Lafreniere on the, his off wing. Like, that's how good he's been this, this so year. They have to sign Cop, though? Isn't he a free agent? Yeah, sign him. Let Strom okay. go. Let's sign him. Uh, also, speaking of Andrew Kopp, uh, because the Rangers made the conference final, the Jets will get the Rangers' first-round pick this year instead Woo! of their second. Go Jets! <laughs> uh, so, another first for the... I guess, I don't know if you saw this tweet going around, but apparently after the Game 7, uh, the Chris Drury was going around talking to all the players, and Kopp said to him, sorry. And Drury <laughs> said, why? And he said, about your first-round pick. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Uh, yeah, so, I mean... Rangers are playing super well. Adam Fox is leading defenseman in scoring right now uh, yeah. in the playoffs. Um, I'm sure that a lot has to do with the fact that he's played two game sevens now, like two yeah. seven game series. 
but the Rangers have somehow managed to now make the conference final without playing any starters. Um, somebody sent around a tweet with the goalies they played in this playoffs. And it's like they played Louis Domingue. Yeah. <laughs> DeSmith, who was hurt. Jari, who was on like one leg. Uh, now we have Ranta, who was actually pretty good until he got hurt. Yeah. Anderson, and now they're going to play a good one. Freddie Anderson never saw a minute in the playoffs, uh, basically refusing to even practice at one point. Um, so he's a terrible player who should, right, Tyler? That's you. Yeah, you, fuck, you should fuck get that hurt guy for your for, team. Yeah, you should. You're the team owns your body, and you should 100% do whatever they say. We well, didn't just go through this last. We didn't just go through this last season with Jack Eichel at all. No, just because you have a contract doesn't mean you sign your soul away to this corporation that would happily throw you in a meat grinder if it meant they would win a game. Uh, I can't like, believe a team got to a game seven that had Freddie Anderson on it and they didn't win. That's crazy. Okay. This isn't Freddie Anderson's fault. No, it's totally Freddie. Have you not, not, the goaltending, you not read not the Twitter, goaltending. Tyler? It is not the goaltending's fault that the Carolina Hurricanes lost to the Rangers. It's not. Well, it wasn't that last game. It's not their fault. Okay. Well, I'm going to send you, think you Ranta, as a coach. You really think Ronta let in some salt? Like, you think that those three first goals No, absolutely not. No. Like it, they're bad. It's breakdowns defensively. Tony D'Angelo at one point just completely stopped playing defense. Uh, He's just like, yeah, we're down a goal. Who pays um, him? <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know. Uh, a part of me says that Carolina will resign him. He is so good at running a power play, and I I know that power play kind of sputtered out a little bit oh, in the series. Oh, he needs to go to Philly. But like. He deserves to be in a Flyers jersey. He does things on the point that, like, I've only seen Kale McCarr do. And it's high praise for a piece of shit. I realize that. But, like, there, it's a two-sided coin. One is he's definitely worth it as a power play quarterback to pay at some level money. I wouldn't go long-term with him, but I would definitely go... I'd probably give him, like, five years for two... Or, sorry, what? I'd give him... No, sorry. I'd give him five mil for like two years. Oh, I was going to say. Right? Sorry, not five years. Even I'd a three-year deal seems too yeah, much for money. It's like two honestly, at I was, most. I was thinking about the same thing with Evander Kane. Like, I don't think you can go long-term with him. Oh, he's getting a monster. But I don't think you cannot do the same thing. There's, like, the Sharks just bought him out of that contract, and they knew how good he was. It's not like he was shit. It's the same thing with D'Angelo. They never had a shit period. Like, they're still the same player they were before. They're just, your morality is is at stake and like your dressing room is at stake. I don't think you, I don't think they have a, I don't think you can go long-term with them ever again. Right. Like it's just that, that's just not them. You just well, can't do it. We'll have to see what happens. There's a lot of really spicy, big name free agents that are going to be but out there this off season. So just to, just to finish that point on the flip side of Tony D'Angelo being a good at power play quarterback, I do not think you can win a cup with him as at minimum, your number four defenseman. Like he should not. He was their number two this year. It's Slavin and him. Yeah, and I don't think good. you can win. I don't think you can win with him being on your top pair. I think second pairing paired with someone like good, I think would be fine. Like, but I don't think he can be your number one um, or number two. Like it just he's just not. He is all offense all the time. It's not conducive to what you need in the playoffs, like to like clamp it down. He's just not that type of player. So that also, you know, do you want to pay a guy a lot of money to be at most a number three? And I'm saying probably a number four. Well, he's number Tyson Berry at this point. He is Tyson Berry at this point. Yes, I would probably say like, like he's a better Tyson Berry. You want him as your sixth in power play one. Like that's where you there's ideally value, have him. And there's value in that. It's there just is value in that, but we haven't got to the specialist thing in the, the NHL yet. Like it really hasn't happened. No. And like, that's the thing is it's got to, he's got, it's got to work too. Like as soon as that power play starts to sputter with him at the, like he was the controller basically, you know, what do you do? And, and I think another problem, I think Sebastian Ajo is probably hurt because he wasn't even playing the bumper spots. He was playing in front of the net Yeah, yeah. in game seven. Like what? He's Why? probably wrist injury or something. Right? Like he clearly can't pass or shoot. So who knows? Like maybe you just run it back with Carolina and see what happens. Find another goalie and go from there. Okay. Bets, Tyler. Let's do the yes. bets before the podcast is over. Uh, I'm so going to start with what we won and lost and then we'll go into next round. 
Yeah, I'm going to quickly go through what I added for round uh, two, and then I'll say what won or lost, because some of them did carry over. Yep. Uh, so for round two, uh, I had uh, Tampa Bay at plus 1,000 to be up 3-0 after two, or after three games, and I hit on that, yes. so that was uh, $20 or 22 or however that works out. Uh, I had the Canes Rangers ending in five, so nothing there. Uh, I had Tampa Bay winning from behind as a hedge, so I lost that. Um, <laughs> and then I do have a couple futures that carried over. Where did my mouse go? There you are. Uh, I have Hedman uh, and McDavid to win the con Smythe. McDavid at 1400 and Hedman at 2500 uh, And Ooh, then I have... McDavid price. Whoa. Yeah, I That's know, looking I... real good right now. I know. Uh, and then I have the bolts to win out right at two dollars at six fifty, and Oilers at thirteen hundred. So bolts at six fifty is I should have put more money on that. Yep, yep, yep. Um, so sorry, you done? Uh, those are my bets for the Last round one. two and okay. carryovers. Yeah. Cool. So okay, um, I still have Stanley Cup winner Tampa Bay, Stanley Cup winner New York Rangers. So at least one of those teams are making the finals, which means that I'm going to be pretty happy, hopefully, regardless. What are your um, T-Bay odds? My T-Bay odds were uh, 1,100. Ooh, plus nice. 1,100, I put a $5 bet on them, $60 Ooh. payout. The Rangers, I had at plus 1,700. So that's a $90 payout if they win the nice. cup. I also still have the New York Rangers to win the Eastern Conference. So they're in the Eastern Conference final right now. So if they win this series, uh, I will be $45 richer. Um, that was a plus 900 for a $5 bet. Um, on to my con Smythe picks. I lost Johnny Gaudreau this round, um, but I still have Zabinajad at plus 3,300. Um, Igor Shosturkin at plus 2,800. And then I have Nate McKinnon at plus 500. Kale McCarr at plus 500 uh, for $5 a piece, which is about a $30 payout. Um, my round two bets... I made five total bets. I lost three, one, two. So coming out net positive overall. Um, I was wrong about both of my Colorado St. Louis picks. So I had bet the Blues to win the series. And I also bet that after game four, it was going to be tied 2 2. Um, for my Calgary Edmonton bet, I did win. Uh, a game and series double. I had Calgary winning game one and losing the series. Nice. That was a plus 500 odds, put $4 down in it and won 24 bucks, which is nice. My biggest payout of the round. Um, over to the Eastern Conference, my Florida Tampa Bay, <laughs> my Florida Tampa Bay, complete opposite of what Adam did with the, mm. I had Florida being up three up, nothing after three games, which was horribly wrong. That <laughs> couldn't have been any wrong. To be honest. Well, at least we uh, hedged. We did he well yeah sure yes you winning is me hedging absolutely um and then for my carolina rangers series bet i had the series total games to be over six and a half nice. um, and it went to seven games so i was correct that was at two uh it was 215 for the odd i put a four dollar bet and won twelve dollars and sixty cents i think overall for the round that put me up another 36 dollars on top of the almost $11 I carried wow. on round one. Um, and yeah, so I still have some good futures going. Um, I don't have anything in the Western conference because I didn't take, I didn't like Colorado's odds early on and I would have never expected Edmonton to do this. Um, I have no futures on Edmonton at all. I have two futures on the Colorado avalanche and then basically everything else is the two teams left in the Eastern conference. So I am rooting for the Eastern conference to win the Stanley cup. And then we have, I probably doubled my money. Uh, did you make any new bets today? I did. Yes. Do you want me to go uh, through? I will go over mine first, I okay. guess then. But then you shouldn't have asked me that. I just wanted to make sure that you hadn't <laughs> gone over them yet. Uh, okay. So I, we made our conference final bets. Uh, so for the conference finals, I have $3 at plus 400 on the abs to win for two, uh, with the series. Uh, and then I have $3 on the Lightning to sweep the Rangers at wow. plus 900 Very nice. Any Con uh, Smythe? Yeah, and then I added two Con Smythe uh, odds. I added Kale McCarr at plus 450 at $3 on that. And then I put $5 on Vasilevsky at plus 500 Nice. Kale McCarr, see how the odds went down? I was plus 500 on him last No, last I know. Week, right? For, so down up down to 450 um with him. Um, I also did Vasilevsky plus 500 at $5. Um, I like that. I think if, if Tampa wins the cup, 
he's a slam dunk. I he think. is. He, yeah. Cause Kucherov has been good, but he hasn't been he dominant. Hasn't been, yeah. They're one of those like workman horse type teams where like everybody's doing things right now. It's not well, just it's like every different player. player has a different, like every player has a different big game that wins them yeah. something. Yeah. Um, and if Tampa won the cup and Vasilevsky was the consummate winner, that would basically match what I have on futures for the Rangers. So again, just doubling down on the Eastern conference, winning the cup this year. Um, and then into my series bets, I went with two bets across one across each series, uh, for two Tampa Bay, New York. I did series, correct score Tampa to win four, two. So hedging against the fact that I have so much money against the New York Rangers right now. The odds on Tampa winning four to two are plus four twenty five, which I thought was really high mm-hmm. for a team that's favored as heavily as they are to win the series. Um, I bet seven dollars on that, so I went a little bit heavier with my with my bet amounts this this round because I have a little bit more to work with. The payout for that is thirty seven dollars, so that that's would right. be that'd be a nice little hit, um, and it also hedges on my Rangers bet for to win the Eastern Conference. So essentially, if the Rangers win the Eastern Conference. I'm still winning $45. And if Tampa wins in this way, uh, four to two, then I will hopefully uh, still have about $40 uh, coming back my way. Now, obviously, that's a much more uh, uh, niche bet, but we can only hope. I'll give Shesterkin two games for sure. Um, and then as we go to the Colorado Edmonton series, again, not a lot of value anywhere on Colorado side. I really do think Edmonton has no chance to win this series. However, I do think Edmonton's going to win the first game tonight. Uh, and we're, we're, it, we're about 30 minutes from puck drop as we record right now. So I bet um, Edmonton to win game one and lose the series at plus Ooh. 350. Um, and that was a $5 bet for $22.50 coming back my way. I have banked thirty dollars um, of bet winnings going into the Stanley Cup final. Okay. Mm-hmm. I want to uh, at least make my fifty dollars back. I don't know what my total is, but it's probably not. I don't think it's as good as yours. Um, Maybe not. But, but I don't think I bet as much though either. So. Mm, well, we all we both started with the same amount, so we that's did. Wrong. But I didn't bet whatever I had. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm not going to explain um, it right now, but I know what I mean. So I ha- we have one more piece of business to um, to attend to. So our Stanley Cup final picks that you uh, malign and, and hate to do so much. Mine are still intact from round one and from the beginning of the playoffs. I have Colorado New York Rangers uh, as my Stanley Cup final picks and Colorado to win the cup. So I am sticking with that. Adam, you picked last no. round because you busted out in the first round. Last round, you had Camp, Tampa Calgary as our Stanley Cup final picks and Tampa winning the cup. Um, would you like to choose a new Western Conference winner? Uh, who do you have from the West? I obviously have Colorado as they are my Stanley Cup okay, final. Okay, I'll take Tampa Edmonton then. <laughs> It'll be a sweet series, uh, but also crazy if they lose. I don't need to see that, but I guess I have to hedge against you. Hey, if we have if we have Tampa Colorado final though, Tampa Colorado final would be is my ideal right now. I think. Yeah, honestly, to me, there is no bad final at this point. This is, I think, the first time in a very long time of me watching the playoffs where I can say like I'm genuinely happy if any of the four teams make the final. I really don't want to see Edmonton in the final. You just don't like Mike Smith and and Duncan Keith. It's more a Ken Holland thing than anything, to be honest. No, you should. No, what you should want is them to make the Stanley Cup final, them to sign Ken Holland long term, and then completely fuck the Edmonton Oilers for like. He already did that though. No, 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 no. Peter Shirelli did that. He has. He hasn't truly. Yeah, but Holland doesn't do anything. That's his problem. I guess we'll see. Well, I think the Zach Hyman contract and and uh, Darnell Nurse contracts would beg to differ, but that's uh, true. Leave it at that. But yeah, that would be your biggest. You want them to Montreal Canadiens. That's what you want. Well, they're doing it right now. So yeah. All right. right. Uh, That'll be the podcast this week. Uh, Thank you for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye.